Musket Guys. TV on the radio. Podcast starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, the Skit Guys. All right. Welcome to <laughs> Skit Guys TV on the radio. Oh, you know, I love TV on the radio because that is... That is what I've grown up on is TV on the radio. You know, it's, I just it's like a time machine. We're going it backwards, is, right? It is like a time machine. Yes. All we're missing is Doc going, Tommy, Eddie, get in the get in the car. We gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, okay. And then Doc. you would then you would say, uh, I, I I can't, Doc. I gotta get uh, oh, come on, Tommy. We gotta go. Where I'm taking you, we're gonna hear we're gonna hear stuff on the on the radio. TV on the radio, Tommy. Oh, okay. Hello? Can we bring your dog? We can bring the dog. And we're going, we don't need roads. See, that's what I did there. Einstein, See? come on. <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, okay, so, dog days of summer. That's what's happening. It is. Summer's almost over. Mm. Like, we're Mm-mm-mm. getting... It's, School is approaching. But I live in Texas, Tommy, and yeah. I don't know about you. I think Oklahoma yeah. is kind of the same way, that yeah. it is just getting hotter and hotter, and it doesn't really cool down until like October. Well, according to the weatherman, mm-hmm. mid-July was supposed to be the apex well, for us. Well, I think that's just a big fat lie. I think that weathermen don't know what they're doing. <sighs> we have had 100-degree weather, and I it is hot. Yeah, that's hot. It is hot. It's amazing. You live about three and a half hours south of me. Yep. And it's kind of amazing how much hotter it is. Well, and Oklahoma's really is getting be, hotter, my friend. I know, but it can just be three more degrees, and it still feels really hot, right? Yeah. I what know. I hate is at nighttime, it doesn't cool off. Yeah, it's just hot. Yeah, it's hot. It's just, oh, my goodness. It's hot. Well, uh, the... the uh, the videos that we're going to listen to on the radio, yes, are some of my faves. Yeah, you know I what? Just this love is a them. really good selection. Yeah, I just love them. Um, we're going to just hear about what it looks like to really, you know, walk the talk, live your life, let your light shine. You talk know, talk the walk. Come on, you know what I'm talking about, right? right? No, that's what right? I'm saying. You said right? walk the talk. I said talk the walk. I thought it was good, buddy. Yeah, I it was really. Good. I'm right there with you. You didn't take that the way I put it out. No, I heard it. I heard it. No, I heard it. it I was, was good. I was gelling with you. No, I I liked the gel. It was yeah. it was like um it was like that gel in your shoe, you know, to make your shoe stick. Gelling like a felon. I think that's They're, what the kids say now. That's what the young people say. That's yeah. very good. That is oh, very yeah. good. So this first video is about a guy that leaves his Christmas lights on all year long. Do you have anybody in your neighborhood who does that? Maybe. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe it's me. <laughs> Maybe it's me. It's you. Maybe it I'm that guy. It is you. I defy HOA and I just do it anyway. Right? No, they're I, New Year's lights. Right. No, I don't let my light they're shine. Valentine's lights. That's right. Hi, these are my St. Patrick lights. That's right. That's ah, right. Ah, fooled ya. Those lights aren't coming on this month. They're April Fool's <laughs> lights. <laughs> and happy Mother's Day lights. Now it's happy Father's Day lights. July 4th, celebrating all month oh. long with these lights. Are we going to just, oh, we're going. We're Back going to school through. lights. Here they oh, are, wow. kids. When these lights are on, time for you to go to school. Oh, wow. <laughs> now oh. we're coming oh. to Memorial Day lights. Oh, okay. No, Labor Day. Labor Day lights. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. lights remind us that we're working 
And then it's Halloween lights, Thanksgiving lights. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, we're back to Christmas lights. I'm going to go get a sandwich now. (laughs) That's it. That's how you can successfully leave your lights up all year long. (laughs) Just change the name of them. That's good. Well, potty into this first video you're going to you're going to listen to. I'm about to say watch, but you can't watch it. No, in your mind though. In your mind's but it, eye. But it's about two guys that uh, is basically um stalking the neighbors as and talking about them, gossiping really, gossiping. Yes. As they leave their lights on. It's called Let Your Light Shine. Oh, that was good. Because Take a listen. I always felt like I was Casey Kasem. It's called let your light shine. Up from number 11 last week, this is the skit, guys. <laughs> keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Enjoy this video. <laughs> All right, that takes care of the back of the house. You want to you wanna go around and take the lights off the front? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, hey, by the way, thank you. If it wasn't for you, I don't know who'd get on that roof. You are awesome. Yeah. He's, uh, is that the house you were talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. They leave their lights up all year round. They leave their lights on all year long. Here, check it out. So they leave their lights on all year long? All year long. And those bulbs change according to whatever holiday season it is. Get out. Can't wish I could. So like July 4th? Those bulbs come red, white, and blue. Thanksgiving. Harvest colors. Halloween. Black and orange. Memorial Day. Camouflage. Get out! Can't wish I could. Oh, I, I bet it's embarrassing for the neighbors. Oh, the neighbors. We're totally embarrassed. We complain about it all the time. Oh, and when there is no holiday season going on, those bowls become little red hot chili pepper lights. What? Yep. Give me one good reason why you should celebrate the pepper. <sighs> Can't wish I could. It's like your neighbors are the Motel 6. And my wife, she's always saying, let's just leave the lights on just a little bit longer, let you stay in the spirit of things. But when Christmas is over, you take down the lights, am I right? I don't know. I'm not even the right guy to ask. I don't even put lights on my house. Why don't you put lights on your house? I'm afraid of heights. But the question is, why do you put lights on your house? To celebrate Christmas, the birth of Christ, all that kind of stuff. There you go. That's your answer. What? If you don't want to celebrate Christ all year long, then take the lights down. That's not what I was saying. You're putting words in my mouth. You're siding with my wife. Hey, hey, I'm not siding with anyone. And I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you and God were, uh, you know... On the outs? Yeah. We're not on the outs. Me and God, we're very tight. We're very, very tight. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Prove it. Prove what? Are you daring me to leave my lights on all year long? Hey, no dare here. I'm just saying... You gonna let your little light shine? Wait! Man the ladder, my friend. What? Man that ladder. We're gonna get back up there and hang these lights. No, 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 I was just kidding. Oh, yes. It is gonna be a proclamation of my faith. Didn't you hear? I'm afraid of heights. You're already up there. (laughs) Honey, honey, get the apple cider ready. Put on the Perry Como records. These lights are gonna shine. (laughs) Get back here. These lights have to shine. Right. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let my 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 hair blow in the wind. I'm gonna let myself fly free. I'm gonna let my light shine. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> What's happened to your voice? What, what are you talking about? What you're you're not Tommy anymore. You you're becoming this. this yeah, I am. What are you this, talking about? This guy. Whatever. I don't know what you're talking about, man. 
I think you're confused. You know what? I've got it going on, okay? Uh-huh. You may say whatever you want, but I think I'm pretty much the guy. Oh, you think you have it all together, don't you? Yeah, I got it all together. You Check it out. You don't need anything, is that Check right? it out. Hold on. Look. Look at me right now. Uh-huh. Totally serious. I'm totally serious. Now watch. Party! You see the difference? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You like that? Yeah. You know what? You know who you remind me of? Cher? Oh, Cher's wow. brother. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> or those... Uh, yeah, you know what? Hey, there's another guy in the Bible that thought he had it all together and he really didn't. Samson? You kind of think I look like Samson? No, there's another guy that thought he had it all together. Uh, the rich young ruler guy. Uh, watch this and see if you can see what I'm talking about. I don't think I remember him. I'm taking you to get a haircut. No, sir. I am taking you to get a haircut. Don't touch it. I... Samson. You know he died in the end, don't you? No, just move my appointments, I'm running late. No, I'll explain it when I get there. Yeah, yeah I'm frustrated. What, what else do you want me to say? talking about uh, how it's easier for a camel to get through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get in heaven. We don't know what he's talking about. Do you mind just going back down and explaining whatever you guys were talking about, huh? I'm not interested. No, 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 I, I am. I'm just telling you. Peter, no, no, hey, no. that's enough. How'd you know my name? Everybody knows Peter. Everybody knows the disciple that uh, that walked on water. I did. I walked on water. It was the most amazing thing. And how you fell in the water. Concentrate on the first part of the story. That's the best part. I walked on water. It was amazing. I walked on water. Anyway, listen. I'm not interested, thank you. What do you mean you're not interested? You were there, you asked him, what should you do to inherit eternal life? And then you like turned away. None of us got it. I mean, most people like accept what he has to I say. I came to help him. What? I wanted to come help this guy. I believed in everything that he stood for. I thought I'd get on his team and help him out. I'd go and talk to him. He asked me, am I doing all these things? I'm doing everything that he asked. And then he says, I'm not good enough. I gotta go do something else. Give up everything to follow him? No, 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 no. No, no, that's not gonna happen. No, but you, you, you don't understand. I mean, I mean, it, it, it is so worth it. I mean, I don't know what he's told you to give up, but all of us, all of us have given up something. I mean, you can talk to any one of us. We've all given up something. You've given up what? You've given up what? What'd you do before you followed him? I was a fisherman. You were a fisherman. So you gave up long hours, rough hands, smelling like a dumpster behind a long John Silver's. That's what you gave up. Do you understand who I am? Do you understand what I have? Do you know how you get these kind of things? Yeah, I understand that you, you you look like you're a real important person oh. and everything, okay? No, no, it's not about being important. I'm a good person. I'm a good man. Right. And I was going to help him. Right. The road to hell is paved, paved with, with good intentions. Yeah, I know it. I know it all. And he decides that he's going to make the rules. No, no, no. I'm the one who decides the terms. I'm the one who makes those kind of decisions. What's, what's so valuable that you're holding on to? What is it? I mean, uh, look, I don't know what he asked you, but I can tell you this, that's just Jesus. I mean, he looks into people's eyes and he knows what they got to give up. Everybody holds on to something. Come on, just come back with me, okay? We can work it out. We can talk this out. If you don't have a chance, how do any of us have a chance? Come on. I can't. No, no. 
can't listen to it. No. I can't. Okay, maybe, maybe I didn't present the case well enough here. Come on, you could just come back. No. You bought into the lie! Bought into the lie. That last video, I love what we get to do as far as that kind of stuff, where you can take a biblical story and you just kind of create it uh, modern day. Yeah, yeah. It's something that actually happened, and we get to reenact it. And like you said, I almost said the same thing you said, modern day. Copycat. I know. That's exactly Copycat. right. The Rich Young Ruler is a fascinating story, right? I mean, he's oh. a guy who's trying. He's trying his hardest, and he can't see the forest for the trees. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and I guess there's a lot of interpretation to Rich Young Ruler. Um, trying his hardest, like, he just seems like, to me, he has it all together. Like, he, if there ever if there ever was a person that lived a charmed life, it would be this guy. Um, probably popular, family well-to-do. I mean, you know, he, he's smart, he's educated, he, he, he knows, he knows, uh, he knows the law, um, so him coming up to Jesus and asking Jesus, what do I need to do? Like, I mean, I just find that fascinating because he didn't look at him as the son of God. He looked him at as a good teacher, you know, and just checking off the list, so to speak. Yeah. It really is about what you treasure because he's not even asking. He doesn't even want to be with Jesus. He yeah. just wants to know what box is left to check to get into heaven. Yep. You know? and, and I always look at that moment too, where, where, I mean, you know, scripture says in rich young ruler that, um, he looked at him with genuine love. Like that's in the New Living Translation, I guess. He looked at him with with genuine love. And then in the message version, right after that it says, and Jesus said to him, you need to give up your money because that is a whole, because it has a hold of your heart. Mm. And I just I love that because I mean Jesus could be saying that to all of us about, you know, with genuine love, truth and grace looking at us saying, you need to give up this because it has a hold of your heart. And here we see a guy that I always think of that moment because there were people around and he pegged him. I, 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 when I, when I teach this, I always say he's kind of like, he's given that Tom Cruise smile, you know, there's sweat coming off his brow. Yeah. He's kind of nodding his head. He's listening. He's kind of looking around because he's, he's caught, he's captured, but he does not want to submit and yeah. he's going to turn around and he's going to walk away. Um, but he's yeah. going to walk away sad. It's the great tragedy, right? I mean, he doesn't have to walk away sad, but he walks away sad, you know? Yeah, and, and to me, that's even interpret. you know, I mean, I used to think when I was a kid, it's sad. Like, he walked away gloomy and doomy like Charlie Brown with his head down. But I, I really, sad means, like, him walking away going... I can't, I can't give up everything. What will my parents say? What, what, what will my, the person I'm engaged to or what, what, I mean, on and on and on. Like I, I, there was something different about this man, but the grieving is I can't, I just can't give up everything because it's going to cost too much. And, but how did he know? How did he look deep inside my soul and know the very essence of what makes me who I am? Like to me, that's the grief. That's the sadness, you know? Yeah, sure. I but, agree completely. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, you know, Peter's going to say, wait a second, if he can't get in, what hope is there for us, right? So yeah. everybody else is looking at this rich young guy, guy saying he's got it all together. He's going to make yeah. it, you know. And then 
the next skit that we're going into, Jesus is going to tell a story. And it's what Jesus does. He turns everything on its head. He comes in and he goes, hey, the religious people haven't figured it out. They're not getting it right. Now, here's a guy who's going to throw it all away. But eventually he's going to get it right, you know, and mm. it's that that the beautiful thing when you compare the rich young ruler to the prodigal son, what you see is like the rich young ruler. Jesus just lets him walk away. But the prodigal son, when he returns, the father runs to him, you know, yeah. and it's the, the, the exact opposite mm-hmm. response from, you know, the dad. It's just it's just a beautiful dichotomy. It really is. It really is. And you and I have taught on the rich young ruler together. And it is that thing of he let him walk away. He yeah. let him just go. It wasn't like wasn't like Jesus walked up, you know, went up to catch him. OK, OK, OK. I see you're a tough cookie. OK, OK, OK. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. We're good. Come yeah. on back. Come, buddy. Give us half. Can we get half? Just yeah, sell half what you got. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be your homeboy. I'm your homie. Yeah. yeah. There was, you know, like those shirts. Remember back in the uh, early 2000s? Jesus is Jesus my homeboy or whatever. Is my homeboy. Yeah. Yeah. Hated like, those shirts. Like that's what that that scripture right there shows. Nope, that is not true. Yeah. Like he is uh what 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 was it that you would quote from uh the movie uh Lion Witch in the Wardrobe? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's well yeah, well when it didn't make it in the movie, but in the book, yeah, Mr. Beaver is talking with Lucy and she says, you know, oh, I've never met a lion before. Is he safe? You know, and Mr. Beaver says, safe. No, he's not safe, but he's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's it. That, that, that Jesus, that God is, he's not safe, but he's good. But he's good. And that's where Peter was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, if he doesn't get it, then nobody can. And Jesus pretty much said, hey, with me, you know, with all, th- you know, with me, all things are possible, you know, do the possible, I'll do the impossible. And that's the beautiful, like you said, the next skit we're about to listen to the prodigal. We're about to see the impossible happen. When a guy walks down the street after he's lost everything and squandered everything, the beautiful love that uh, only God gives. Yeah. I love this next piece, the story of the prodigal son. So listen done the way only we can do it, I guess. Only we can do from our sick minds. Do you ever get tired of your boring day-to-day life? I know I do. I should say that I did. Then I decided to do something about it. You see, conventional wisdom says that you live your life and then your parents die and they give you whatever they have left over, an inheritance. I'm sorry, that just wasn't good enough for me. So I decided to do something about it, you know? I want my money right now. So one day, I walked right up to my dad and I said to him, Dad, I want what's coming to me right now. That's what my youngest son said to me. I want what's coming to me right now. All I could think of that moment was, I'd like to give you what's coming to you right now. I brought him into this world and I can make another one just like him. But he's my son and I love him. So I gave him his money and told him if he could have a better life on his own without me, so be it. He packed his bags and the next thing I knew, I was out of there. Kissed this boring place goodbye. I had places to go, people to see. So the first thing I did was, my son got lost. I love him, but he's no Magellan. I heard he had to stop for directions at least four times before he even made it out of our hometown. You know what? No, not four, okay? It was three. And and one of them wasn't even my fault. I, I couldn't understand what the guy was saying. I was just like, okay, thank you. And besides that, 
The only reason I can't follow directions is because somebody never taught me to follow directions. Don't go there. Uh, okay, look. The point is, I got out of there and I started to live it up. I mean, I had more friends than I knew what to do with. I, I was eating like a king. I had the finest clothes and the ladies. <laughs> what can I say about the ladies? I can say something about the ladies. They were women, but they were not ladies. Okay, okay you know what? Never mind. The, the thing was, life was good. Until? Until my son's money ran out around the same time a recession hit our country. There, there wasn't any work to be found. I, I mean, I tried. I really tried. But there just weren't jobs. Eventually, I found a job. It wasn't bad. It was a manager's position. <laughs> It was an associate position at the... Okay. I was a bacon preparation assistant. Which means... I fed pigs. I hated that job. I didn't pay much. I, I didn't have enough money for a place to live. There were many days I didn't even have enough money to eat. Sometimes I was so hungry, I would gladly have eaten the disgusting scraps I was feeding the pigs, but I couldn't. They wouldn't let me. So, with hunger pains as a constant reminder of how I'd squandered everything my father had given me, I lived in agony day after day. day after day after day. I'd watch and I'd wait for my son to come home, and my heart would ache as only a parent's heart could for his own child. But hear me on this I never gave up on him. I never gave up on him. I knew that it would happen one day. One day it hit me. One day I realized that the lowliest of my father's workers lived better than I did. At, le at least they had a place to live and food to eat, and I didn't have either one of those things. So I wondered, what if he never comes to his senses? What if he lets pride just get in the way? No, no. I will see him again. Again and again. These thoughts ran through my head as I began my journey back to my father's house. I knew what I would do. Um, there's no way that I would accept a handout, and, and I couldn't expect him to take me back as his son. So I would ask him to hire me on as a worker. I mean, maybe he would do that. Just maybe. Maybe today will be the day that my son will come home. That's what I would say every morning when I'd wake up. Maybe today will be the day that I would see him off in the distance as he makes his way back home. Home. That word means so many things. Comfort, care, security, love, home. I couldn't believe I was just a few hundred yards away from it. It was a beautiful day. I was sitting on my front porch, and that's when I saw him. He stood up out of his chair. He looked in my direction. He squinted his eyes to get a better look at me. And then I began to wonder, what if he doesn't take me back? What if, what if I get to him and he just looks at me and he says, I, I told, told you so, I told, I told you. you so. Some of you would just roll your eyes every time I mentioned my son. But I knew he would come back. I just knew. I just knew this was a bad idea. I knew I shouldn't have done this and so I just stopped. He just stood there. I couldn't move. I couldn't just stand there so he jumped. My dad literally jumped off the porch. I'd never seen him do anything like that before. It was like he was this little kid who was excited about something. And then it hit me. 
He was excited about me. So you know what I did next? I, I ran. ran. My heart was pounding so fast, I just had to get to him. I'd never seen him run so fast. He was running at me with his arms stretched out wide as if to say, welcome home, welcome home. That's what I kept shouting to him, but I don't know if he could hear me, so I just kept shouting it over and over. All I wanted to do was just scoop him up in my arms like he was when he was like a little child and just let him know that everything was gonna be okay. And as I got closer to him, I could see tears running down his face. He was crying. Tears of joy. And you know what my son did next? I jumped. I was nervous. I was excited. And so I literally jumped. And you know what my father did? Well, I fell backwards. He's a big boy. <laughs> and then, and then he hugged me. And he embraced me like only a father can. I kept saying over and over again, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't deserve to be called your son. My son is back. Get him some clean clothes. Uh, let's give him a meal. No, a feast. For my son will no longer live as an orphan. For all my hopes have come true. I guess it was hope. Hope that made me start that journey back home. Hope that got me through all the miles. A hope that my father would take me back and somehow I could be forgiven. Forgiven. It's all forgiven. And I will never bring it up ever again. There is no shame, there is no guilt, for my son was lost, and now he is found. That's what I'm talking about right there. See, that boy went to his daddy, and he said, you know what, give me what I got coming to me, and he got it, you know? And in the end, it all worked out okay. But it's like a good episode of the Waltons. True, true. But there was also a period in there where he had a season of life that wasn't so great because he wanted to do his own thing. And my friend, I think you're forgetting who you are and you're trying to do your own thing. You know what? That's just like all you city folk. Always looking at the negative. <laughs> city in folk? Story. What are you doing? That's what I'm talking about, just being who I am. This isn't you. You're not T-Dog. Uh, hello, look at me. Do you see the mullet? Do you see the glasses? Do you see the shirt? Do you see the guns? I'm just trying to walk the talk. Don't talk about the guns. I think what you're doing is you're awesome. really not. No, it's not awesome. You're, Radically awesome. No, what what are you saying? Radically awesome. Oh, awesome. 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 Well, who are you? T dog. <laughs> you know, yeah, I gotta be honest with you. You. You're, you're not. You're not. Part of living life is being who you are and all I'm doing. walking the talk and talking the keeping walk. Keeping it real. No, you're not keeping it real. Braid it. All right, just let's go to this video. So I know there's nothing wrong with it, but I guess situations like that just really frustrate me. Oh, dude, no, no, no. You're, you're totally justified in the way you feel. I mean, truth is, like that doesn't deserve a guy like you. Thanks. It makes me feel better, I guess. Uh, I guess I just now know officially what it feels like to get on, you know? Yeah. Oh, speaking of getting did you hear about Jack and Maggie? Uh, not the whole story. I think they're just trying to keep their hush-hush. What? Well, if that's the case, then Maggie made the greatest mistake of a lifetime by telling that chick April. You're me. Dude, where do you think I heard it from? Uh, hey! What's your problem? How to lay that out. Watch where you're going! Good. I didn't really want to do it anymore. It's awkward. 
I guess I just now know officially what it feels like to get dumped on, you know? Yeah. Oh, speaking of getting dumped on? Yeah. Did you hear about Jack and Maggie? Uh, not the whole story. I think they're just trying to keep their stuff hush-hush. <laughs> what? Well, if that's the case, then Maggie made the greatest mistake of a lifetime by telling that chick April. You're joking me. Dude, where do you think I heard it from? Uh. Hey! What's your problem, buddy? How to lay that cornball joker out. Watch where you're going, man! So what's the story? Story about what? With Jack and Maggie, you stupid idiot. Yeah, Jack's moving out. Wow. What a piece of work April is, huh? Yeah. She's such a backstabber. I mean, no, no wonder no one wants to be friends with her. Golly, she doesn't know when to keep her mouth shut. Hey, speaking of keeping your mouth shut, there's a thing on television last night about words uh, that the average person speaks about 18,000 words a day. Did you see that? I think Holly had it on. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, they were saying that's like like oh, over 50,000 pages in a year. That's like a whole book or something like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it just really made me start thinking about all the words that come out of my mouth, you know? What a waste. Thanks, jerk. Hey, watch your mouth, man. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Ooh, that was controversial, wasn't it? Right. Oh what my were goodness. those guys saying? Oh my were the goodness. Were the skit guys cursing? Were, the were they using guys? curse words? Yeah, there was probably this been, This was probably listened to in a podcast on the family vacation, and the parents went, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, a, second. wait a minute, mister. Buster. Whoa. Or what was, the, what was the thing that you said at the end of that video? What was it? What's that? You said, hey. Oh, called Joker. Some, what was it? Cornball Joker. Cornball Joker. Cornball yeah. Joker. Corn. Hey, you cornball Joker. That's it. We couldn't corn think of anything jokers. better that day than cornball Joker. We were in Canada. We actually filmed that in Canada. We did. We yeah. did. So, you know, that's a little bit. So think about that, if you will. You know, we're supposed to be a light on a hill. We're not supposed to hide under a bucket. No, we're supposed to let that light shine. So what does that look like for you, audience, in your world, doing doing your thing if Jesus were to look at you with genuine love and say, hey, you need to give up this because that has a hold of your heart, would you would you turn away sad or would you do something about it? Yeah, and where are you right now? Maybe you're like the prodigal. Maybe you're in a place where you're running away. Um, when you get to the end of your rope, you'll realize he's always right there waiting for you. And um, we have a God who, he doesn't hold you out and scold you. His arms are open to receive you back. And if you need to run back, start running to him. Amen. It's kind of like the Whitney Houston song. I want to run to you. I haven't caught it yet. Keep singing. I want to run to you. No, I'm not getting the tune yet. Off the Keep bodyguard going. soundtrack. Off the Keep bodyguard going. soundtrack. Keep going. I don't have the tune I don't. Yet. That's all I know. That's all I know. And you're making fun of me because I can't carry a tune. Oh, boy. Well, uh, audience, as you go through this week, if you think about Walk the Talk and uh, the skit guys being bleeped out, uh, keep in mind that our words matter and yeah. it's not just using clean words, but it's what we say about people and to people and that if we are going to be a light in this dark world, our words matter.
You may be the only Bible someone may ever read. Do it justice. Did you just make that up? Nope. That is fantastic. Thanks. I love that. <sighs> Comes out of my head. I'm going to write that down. Write it down. I put am. it on put it on a mirror somewhere. I'm gonna yeah. post put it on it. A, I'm gonna post it on the social media. Yeah, put it on social media. Make make a meme out of that. Make a I'll, meme. I'll give you credit. All right, give me credit. <laughs> don't give me credit because it's I'm not gonna, mine. I'm but, making a meme out of that. <laughs> all right, make a meme out of that. All right, audience. We'll see you later. Tommy, love you. Love you too, buddy. Bye, audience. Bye. Bye. <laughs>